Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the Creative Caffeine Podcast. <laughs> What's up, guys? You are listening to the Creative Caffeine Podcast. My name's Connor. My name's Ben. And in this podcast, if you're looking to live that creative life, this is the podcast for you. We're going to be talking all things video, photo, and content creation. The good, the bad, and the ugly. So sit back, grab your snacks, grab your drinks, and enjoy. There we go. Um, so, firstly, we, we we fucked up the last episode, didn't we? We, oh put, yeah. we put it out on a Tuesday. And we, we transfer broke. And we transfer broke. So, apologies, first of all, for the delay of Bradley's episode and the lack of video. Blame yeah. we transfer and Sony for that. Yeah, I couldn't <laughs> get the files to you. You couldn't get um, the files. But yeah, today we have our guest. We have a guest. Elliot. Hello. Yeah. I can kind of hear the applause. It's sort so of. It's, it's we normally have headphones, but they're not going to reach in there. Yeah, yeah, headphones yeah. probably won't reach they today. They set up a little bit better. They do. Yeah. yeah. How are you doing, thanks, man? Thanks for having me, I guess. Oh, pleasure and a privilege, mate. As I mate. said, when I walked in this room, I was a bit like, I feel... I I want to put a disclaimer out there. That <laughs> it's like, I also don't feel like I, could, I owe... That I can bring anything to this... Uh, podcast in the next however many minutes we do it for but i'll, I'll give it my best shot and oh mate we just love chatting life. to fellow creatives isn't yeah, it it's um, cool I, it's, it's nice i think um i guess the, f- the first thing i wanted to like talk to you guys about because i had something in mind before i came today because i listened to the podcast as a legend and um it is that the, the by trade what we do especially freelancers especially videographers it is quite a lonely thing yeah it is what we do like Massive. it's very like it, i mean most of us are technically classed as sole traders yeah yep, so it's same. like yep. you know <laughs> with that nature it, you are kind of flying solo and it's nice that you guys are, are doing something where it feels like um there's a bit of community oh cheers man yeah, definitely that's yeah, the that's so, the aim and so, purpose isn't it yeah i guess so i put up a clip because i'll like we'll put the full video up on like Spotify. We should be doing it on YouTube, shouldn't we? According to Connor, we should be. I just need to get around to making a YouTube channel for like, it. <laughs> I I personally listen to um, podcasts in the car though. True, so, yeah, like, same. Spotify is just easy go to. It does the job. I right. don't really go to YouTube to go and sit and watch like a full yeah. podcast. And I put a clip up talking about how it can be actually quite a lonely job, and when when you have like mates on set or like the client's got a budget for like mm. an actual crew mm-hmm. it's actually such a blessing yeah, and i yeah. put that clip on tiktok and so many like photographers and videographers who follow me resonated with that and they were like shout for the people for the, at the back and i was yeah. like it's <laughs> so fucking true isn't it it's weird it's very weird and when you do work with the big crews as well there's like a whole new dynamic that comes with that yeah right so like if, say if you're working with another th- two camera guys and a and a soundy or something mm-hmm. and, and you've never met them before it's like suddenly there's then that that dynamic to like deal with yeah and yeah yeah, I I came from. Oh, I I am in the same background as you guys in that, um, you know, freelance sole trader mm. doing everything from wedding videos to um, you know, random publicity days for mm. yeah. feature films, and a lot of the time you are on your own and you're running True. solo. And so yeah, it's been good. And this is uh, this is cool. I like this. It's good. Happy days. Happy days. Well, May continue. A caffeine podcast. Wait. Yeah, well, we don't we don't actually have any caffeine with us. I mean, I've had three coffees You're today. You're telling me that I've come to the caffeine podcast, and all you've got for me is a sip of a prime, just a sip of prime <laughs> and fridge. Oh. Oh. A fridge that I provided myself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, this is the first podcast we've done in the evening, isn't it? 
Yeah, it's normally yeah. a morning thing, isn't it? Yeah. Um, also, shout out to London Roads because uh, I feel a lot more awake than I normally yeah. do. <laughs> <laughs> Shaking. It's normally, like yeah, waking up and yeah, new new studio as well. We're in London Roads today. If you follow Ben or I's work, we filmed how many videos fair, in there? Fair, fair amount of videos, videos in here. <laughs> so um, many. But yeah, John. To pop Elliot the question that we asked. Oh yeah, guess. will you marry me? <laughs> will, yeah, yes. fine. I guess I will. <laughs> I have my invis. Well, you can have. No, you can't have my wedding ring. My wife will put is me that, in the doghouse. Is that your wedding ring? Yeah, that's my wedding wow. ring. Yeah, it's a cool wedding ring. It's a pretty sick ring- wedding ring. It's heavy and yeah. doesn't fit. Um, did you do you choose a wedding ring when you get married? Yeah, as the right. Yeah, I you get to I choose. I've always wondered that as well. Yeah, did you yeah. choose? Yeah, I cho- yeah. We basically. This is so off topic. I love it. We <laughs> <laughs> we. Uh, we got someone who makes wedding rings, small business based in like Hertfordshire, and she comes around with like boxes and and I mean boxes of just rings, yeah. like nice. male rings, female rings, like gold, silver, all all sorts. And she's just like, yeah, just choose which one you like, right? And Ooh. that's it. Yeah, Crazy. I chose because silver and gold it doesn't suit me. It's, I've never worn anything that's really silver or gold, so I was like. Mm. Black metal, matte black. It's the closest thing I can get to it. It does look like it's about to slip off your finger, though. It does, <laughs> but it's, it's surprisingly heavy. Like, right. Do you take it off at the gym? I do. I yeah. never wear it at the gym, just because yeah. when you're like lifting weights, weights yeah. it's, it'll get scratched. Tungsten can get I was paranoid quite the other scratched. day at the gym. It was like someone dropped, say, <laughs> dropped their ring down the little slot in the sauna and we had to oh, hook it out. Oh, God. Yeah, no, yeah. I take it off and put it in the, sauna, in the locker. Yeah. Welcome to Locker Chat. (laughs) Locker Chat. That's a good (laughs) Um, The question we ask all our guests is Would you rather have an SD card that has like unlimited memory or a battery that never dies? Uh, It's got to be a battery that never dies. Nice. Good choice. Yeah. Yeah. I I think that's the majority, isn't it? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You can make SSDs and things like that so massive Mm. now that really, for what we are shooting in, you don't ever, you wouldn't ever have to really think about it yeah you could be rolling 4k literally all day <laughs> on mm. some ssds and yeah. it'll never run out so but the one thing that will run out is your battery facts and i do so. think sometimes as well with uh it depends what you're shooting with on a drone for instance um like you get well about half an hour's recording don't you mm. it's like if i do a wedding it's just I have to charge all the batteries and bring all the batteries so if it's yeah. one battery it'll just never run out yeah that's the thing we've got one it. on charge over there just to like back up just I in case the charging thing especially before a wedding it's like mm. oh have i got all my batteries for like my a camera my b camera my drone and this and then yeah. like monitor as well and yeah then, i've made a checklist now like yeah. just a little canva template that i can just print off when i'm packing like for a wedding or a shoot or doing someone's YouTube video, just so I know I've got everything. Battery's yeah. the main stress, I think. Battery's the stress. <laughs> yeah. I get, yeah. So for me, it would be an unlimited battery. That's a good answer. Cool. That's a good <laughs> answer. So what's your background? What did you start sort oh, of God. shooting? And wh- Well, my, <laughs> actually, Ben, funny enough, is <laughs> knows all about my background because I was someone who, uh, when I was a kid, well, the reason why I got into videos was I used to like building drones way before they were popular. I'm talking mm. like pre-DJI used to build these drones out well, of, DJI like, milked that cash cow dry. <laughs> Literally, I know, right? So I used to build these drones that you'd, you'd have to buy the individual parts off the internet, yeah. sold them together. And I used to, like, make videos of me doing so a bit like, you know, what felt like pre-YouTube, but was very much obviously YouTube. And I'd sell these kits that I'd built online and people would buy them because they were quite hard to get hold of. It, yeah, was, it was the age of Team Black Sheep. That's, yeah. They were, like making these funky videos online. I was obsessed <laughs> with it for some reason. 
and um and so yeah so i was flying these drones with cameras on and and making videos and at one point i got sponsored by the biggest hobby shop in the uk to send me some like drones like I'm telling you that all of this content has also <laughs> now been privated because I was so young and the videos are so cringy. What's the saying? Your, your first videos are your worst videos. Oh, dude. <laughs> and um, bless it, my friend who had no interest in drones, no interest in video, I used to drag him along to like <laughs> come and film for me and pre- oh. you know pretend to be Ant and Deck for, <laughs> for the drone that world. So funny. I think we all used to do that. Like yeah. when you start YouTube, you're like, I want to vlog. Come out with me so I don't yeah. look like a fucking idiot wandering around town with yeah, a <laughs> So um so yeah, I, I used to make that, loved that and decided I wanted to go to college. But just before I went to college, I, this is a mad story and I'll try and quickly glide over it, but there was I a house being built, <laughs> literally, there was a house being built over the road from where I live, and th- I didn't know anything about anyone that was moving in there. And all I knew that the owner who was building this house fl- had a helicopter and I really wanted to go in his helicopter. Wow. So what I did was to try and impress him. Uh, and so maybe just <laughs> maybe one day he'll take me in his helicopter. <laughs> I um, I went and filmed my with my drone around this house being built over the course of like six months. Uh, anyway, someone moved in and I thought, oh, well, to be honest, it'd be a bit weird to have all this footage and for them not to know about it. So I tootled over with an SD card, knocked on the door and answered it was a guy called Matt, who I now work with. And he was like, hi. And I was like, hey, um, there's an SD card here with your house being built on it with my drone. (laughs) And at the time he was a helicopter cameraman who like was, you know, grappling himself to a, a Robinson helicopter and dangling out with it with a Ronin or something mm. or whatever before Ronin was called. Um, and he was like, oh, you do drones, do you? Come <laughs> on, we need to talk. <laughs> like, because he just didn't know much about it. And and so then I started doing jobs with him. And, and when I was 16, I was filming, um, <laughs> we filmed a um, stone fruit thing in Spe- uh, in Spain for Sainsbury's, and that nice. and I, I remember that was my first job, and I was just like, "This is the most mental thing I've ever done yeah. ever." Sainsbury's is the first him. client; it's pretty nuts. No, no, oh, it's not my client; it was his, oh, but his, he took yeah. me under his wing. First job, though, you know. So he was cool. like uh, a mentor, and I was only going on as like a, <laughs> you know, like a, a shadowing. Yeah, yes, but also basically to carry the boxes, nice. which <laughs> is it's what you need. You know, you need to have mm. that experience and see firsthand. Mm-hmm. Um, went to college. Did that, made YouTube videos still, then went to uni and obviously Ben knows as well, My one of my close friends was um, really successful on YouTube and I used to do loads of filming with him all the time and obviously studied television at uni and while I was at uni I was, I was editing videos for him and things like that and so... Busy, busy. Yeah, like <laughs> completely surrounded by videos, completely not paying much attention to the education part of my course but getting, getting it done, you know, yeah. meeting people are then going to be you know contacts in the future which are now also close friends yeah um and then uh didn't really get that much from uni other than the people i've met as probably most people you speak to say uni is a strange experience for creatives because Mm. it's all subjective when it comes to marking it's whether your lecturer pretty much just likes you as a person as opposed (laughs) to like whatever you've done um, and then came out of uni and, and started doing freelancing full time, even though this whole time since I was at college and everything, I was freelancing on a small basis. Mm-hmm. If you see what I mean, doing yeah. little bits and bobs whilst trying to do education, um, left uni and then went, did it full full time. And um, my first big job was with um, Channel 4 going and doing a documentary about the world's fastest 
car. I saw that video on your going, website. That is yeah, nuts. It's, <laughs> it's weird. It was mad. I'm, I can say that I'm one of only less than 10 people that have ever filmed a car going at 628 miles an hour. So Same. Is that the one that... Yeah. What's his face? Um, Richard Hammond drove. Uh, no, no. He drove... Um, I don't know what his was called, but it was it was still rocket propelled, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. But no, I, I don't... It's not the same one. Not the same It's one. the one that... I did was driven by a guy called Andy Green, who's an ex-fighter pilot. Yeah. Um, and this thing has been b- being built for, you know, 15 years or so. I, s- I can't quite remember. But, yeah, it was designed by Same. ex-Formula One people, all like the aerodynamic people, like yeah. top people, like amazingly creative, s- sorry, amazingly smart people mm. uh, that I was out in the middle of the desert on my, pretty much my first like what felt like getting into like working life yeah and just being like completely in a sense how yeah. did that feel when you were like oh, pro- were you approached by them or like well so basically one of i don't know how i got that gig actually because we I, so I many things like well, that where i'm like how, how did that yeah. even happen <laughs> it was well the production house in manchester they do a lot of stuff for channel Four discovery and things like that and I think it might just been someone that was like, they're looking for someone that can do editing and a, a, a low key amount of shooting. Cause there's already a um, director shooter that's going out there. Um, and then I went for an interview with them and, and stuff like that. But that's like very old school um, production yeah. company kind of vibes. You know, the big people that make all these documentaries that you see on TV every night. It, it was like old school. It's, it's interesting because it was completely contrasted to everything I'd ever done up yeah, until that point. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, but yeah, it's, it's been a weird, it's been a weird, weird ride because then I came back from Africa and then I immediately started working pretty much, um, for, for Matt again. Um, and we work on like p- basically publicity for feature films, TV series and, and things like that. So, Going back from Africa, had a few months again freelancing in bits and bobs, and then went to Prague for two years. Damn. Um, working on an Amazon TV show called The Wheel of Time. Mm. Yeah, so. Nice. Prague's beautiful. It's <laughs> funny. Yeah. yeah, it was just a. That's a good little sale, The Wheel of Time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah an interesting fantasy series that some, yeah. you know, it was it was an amazing, it was, you know, because I'd had the experience of being working abroad and also having the experience of. Because I was running their social media at the time and doing all that stuff. It's you find yourself doing like seven different jobs at once, but yeah, everything yeah. we do, right? Like yeah. you're a we're, we're the head of marketing, yeah. we're the CEO, we're the yeah. CFO. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So so that's been my path really. I've been really lucky. Um um always always try to make sure that I'm kind of keeping on top of whatever I'm is I'm doing and, mm. and making sure that I I feel like comfortable in that situation mm, do you know what I yeah, mean? Like yeah it's really easy when you start working for massive corporations yeah and things like that where you're a bit, you're quite intimidated by it but mm. yeah it's, it takes a bit of getting used to oh, I bet. going from like doing stuff where you're just like a client has asked me for a video this is what the, <laughs> the video i make because i still do that and i still love doing that yeah but it's completely different kettle of fish and it's yeah. been adjusting yeah has been it must be quite jarring going from yeah. say like a small smaller client job to being have like a full-on production for like an amazon prime series yeah, yeah, in, the yeah. Yeah, in the desert <laughs> in the yeah absolutely in the desert. every day shoot in the desert even absolutely like. yeah it's, it's a weird one I, I i feel like i've been very fortunate and and i feel like everything i've done so far is because i've wholeheartedly loved uh, that thing i love mm. cars i love movies yeah and i've really really been really passionate about those things to try and 
find the jobs and the gigs that I want to do in those mm. spaces. Mm. Um, no, but it's not all plain sailing. Don't get me wrong as well. Yeah. That's the other thing. I imagine shooting in the Sahara yeah. was quite a yeah. it was challenging experience. <laughs> God, yeah. Like yeah we absolutely. deal with overheating in just rooms like this, but <laughs> how was it like dealing with the camera in that sort of heat? Oh, it was bad, yeah. <laughs> so they didn't tell me that they wanted me to be shooting stuff, but I basically got there and they were like, yeah, we, we need a social presence while we're out here. So can you shoot the social videos for us? And I was like, literally all I brought is my A6300. I don't have any ND pills. I thought I was just going to be using it to take pictures of like oh, lions on yeah. safari. I didn't lions. think I was, yeah. I thought I was, I was technically hired as an edit assist and like second shooter for this other guy if he mm. wasn't, you know, yeah. if there was an issue. Yeah. And then it turned out to me basically shooting pieces of content for them to upload every single day to give wow. the however many hundreds of thousands of subscribers they've got like live updates as to what was going on Mad. in the middle of the desert um slight different scope of work there yeah yeah it was really it was it was fun it was challenging yeah because it felt although i had the publicity guy from the pr projects with me and, and he was like well listen we would kind of want to do a bit about this today that was great um but again you still have to kind of add your like a bit of flair to it and yeah. a bit of like oh how can I make this cool yeah um but yeah so that's pretty it's all been fun it's all been fun <laughs> yeah. but like I was about to make the point in that not you you hear about what freelance creatives do and every any time like we're all probably guilty of it in that whenever time someone asks you what you've done and how you've whatever it's always that you always tell people the good things yeah yeah but I think that it's important to let people know especially if you're wanting to do freelance anything photo video yeah copywriting like there's good days and there's bad days oh right? yeah and you know you can't ever imagine going into anything and it just all being plain sailing mm. i definitely have had yeah. periods of time where i've you know it's and been it, it, like you take on jobs that you don't always enjoy as well mm -hmm. like it's just like obviously you like cars and that project was perfect but yeah. like obviously you get projects that like things that you don't particularly enjoy like yeah the like the idea of the project mm -hmm. but like obviously still yeah it's, it's a little bit less still motivating got to make money haven't like, you and still got to yeah, pay no, the bills exactly. <laughs> true gotta keep Whereas the lights like, on obviously it'd be super motivating for you to work with cars yeah yeah. yeah that's the thing like it's yeah it's not always plain sailing it's not always like yeah. let's make an epic video let's like film all dry day content yeah, that you gotta, like, yeah. the other thing as well is if you're not getting the same work i think there's something to be said about um where like with what we do all of us post about what we're doing yeah um online and then there'll be other people that are, are aspiring to do similar things or want to do more videos or whatever and they'll see that and they'll have their own company but not be doing as much or not be mm. as busy at the time and i think that that's there's also like a strange little yeah it's dry there's spells, something but to be said about that as well, well i think yeah videography that's quite a hard thing to swallow because we're all creatives and mm. we take everything personally mm. yeah right? mm -hmm. you can't say that every client you've ever worked for has been head over heels. Can yeah. You? Like no. they, some jobs do work and they go really well and yeah. some things don't. And it feels really personal because yeah. it's your own product, doesn't it? No, it's like exactly. when you send a video off for you made for someone and you get like a, like a list of revisions, even if it's like five things to change. I'm, I'm like, oh my God, they hate me. Yeah. They hate, yeah. Me. Exactly. They hate the video. <laughs> right. uh, so the point I think I was trying to make is that um, it is important. You know, I have been really busy and really fortunate over these 
um, of the first couple of years of doing it. But I just want to put like a clause out there to people because I hear it all the time. And yeah. I, I felt like that before where I've been like, yeah. oh, they, they're really smashing it. Mm. And for some reason that get me down a little bit, but it shouldn't, it should be like mm. more fuel to the fire to more be like, actually the... these guys, I'm in contact with them. So that's a good thing in, in the first yeah. yeah. Um Little wins. Yeah, I think oh yeah, I just wanted to bring that up really because I think it's, it's important, important, especially because there's other creatives. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah to, to to hear about it because I think we all feel about it. It's a very personal, quite a lonely thing. Yeah, to do, yeah. And there's things that come with that. There's definitely no, exactly. And like, yeah, it's just like the community you learn so much from as well, isn't it? Like, oh yeah, even definitely. For just from watching like all of like Alex's vlogs, just like Alex, you and mm. even like Jed and stuff, just all messing about, and it was just from watching them like each day. It was like, oh, I want to get that camera. I want to, yeah. and you actually learn so much just from watching, yeah, like, um, yeah, just a community of people. Just absolutely, and, absolutely, um, yeah. So I think it's important just to, yeah, it's definitely important to if the, if your feet if, if if you see other people and you know it's it the the biggest win is being in contact with people and it's yeah. all it's an and industry you never know full of food well, you know, yeah. and, and and kind of not what you know in a, in yeah. a sense, yeah. You know. Especially if you sort of like, for example, like when you spend say, you know good few hours a couple of days editing a video you send it off and they're like eh. mm. and you've spent all that time in your own putting all your sort of like heart and soul into that video because yeah that that's the lonely part of it because yeah. mm. you spend prop like i myself probably spend more time at my computer at my desk on my own editing than i am sort of like filming doing shoots and stuff yeah and a lot of people i think on social media a lot of people will think that you're just shooting all day and that's yeah, it. Yeah. When it actually the, the behind the scenes, the yeah. admin, the editing, the sending off pitches to people, the you know emails and back and forth and stuff. Mm-hmm. So much more of that, isn't yeah. there? Yeah. Yeah, and like, yeah, and when something isn't doesn't go the right way or the client's vision was different for what yours might be, mm. you then take it personally and you're like, you know, yeah, yeah. It's, it's just one of them things. But but. We all kind of started doing YouTube as well, and I feel like that mainly. Like that's an um, amazing start of like yeah. I feel like I learned load way more than I learned at uni and college yeah. just from doing YouTube and just yeah. just kind when of you doing look it back every on day. your old videos and you're like oh my goodness me what was I doing they're so cringe that, but I can see like the progression yeah, though and yeah. it's mm. like as you learn new like camera I, techniques I remember doing my f- <laughs> my first because I did like a little vlog series thing as well for yeah. a little while didn't we all <laughs> <laughs> and I remember my first one I got obviously I had the A6300 and I was like I'm going to shoot this in S-Log3 <laughs> 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 because <laughs> I, because I'm, I'm just you know compressed. I know how to use it and so you watch it back and it's just like watching it's like watching porridge like, go <laughs> the screen the whole way through and you're like I literally didn't add a grade to it I just thought oh. it looked cool and documentary-esque let's go faded look yeah this it looks trash like, <laughs> Matt made uh, videos as well at one point didn't he his he did, one, yeah like high quality YouTube videos I must say yeah he, back he, when he everyone used to it. put cinematic in the titles or something in the yeah. YouTube title yeah it's yeah it's been I think it's, it's a great way of just like kind of learning and like practically undoing as well at the same time so looking back on like progress prime mm. example we've we got back from i say we got back for iceland it just does feel like yesterday don't know yeah, we went to iceland in october, in october dream location like bucket list kind of place to go and shoot i reckon if you look back at, at your iceland vlog and then go and rewatch like older vlogs the yeah. progression is just going to be nuts isn't it well that was the thing yeah it was just like obviously did youtube for ages just because it was like I just use a camera every day for no reason and just yeah. enjoy messing about with cameras. And then um, That's how we met, yeah, exactly. And then through COVID, it kind of just like 
slack that off and then um <laughs> yeah <laughs> plummeted <laughs> yeah pretty much because there was nothing to vlog and then um so i didn't vlog for like years and years and years until we went to iceland and i was like well, that's the reason i kind of wanted to go just to film everything there so yeah um yeah i feel like in that time i feel like i've learned so much that it's, you can see the progression we're always learning as well that's yeah, the thing yeah. about what we do like <laughs> you know it, Oh, I'm going to put my hands up now and own, to own, own up to something in that <laughs> recently some corporate gigs that I've done, I've like gone, why am I grading this? <laughs> like, I can actually do a really good job of making sure that my camera is in all of the mm, right things. Yeah. Even on a dynamic day of shooting where I'm inside, outside, inside, outside, I can still make sure. And so recently I did a gig and uh, I didn't shoot in any color profile <laughs> at all. Right. I ain't gonna lie, you're not alone. Yeah, but we're, I'm, I'm not alone. Not we're recording oh, this. Oh, I nothing. see. Right, right, I see. We've got a couple of frauds over here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. Um, He's so, a phony. A big it, fat like, phony. <laughs> <laughs> and it and it knocked off so much time off the edit. And I was like, and it looks great. I was like, actually, why don't I just do that for things that are similar to it? Don't get me wrong. Like when we shoot stuff for other things, we have to make sure everything because it's not us editing it. It just yeah. gets parceled up and ships over the sea. So yeah. yeah. Obviously, then you have to because you're not editing it. But if you can add, if you can take time off your workflow because of not having to grade something, but you Absolutely. know you confident in yourself, you can still make it look good in camera. True. Mm. So that's I did that, and I was like, ah, oh, I see. <laughs> <laughs> that's how they do those quick turnarounds. No, to be honest, like I've done that before. I've done. I work with quite a few companies and they'll just want like corporate, mm-hmm. like talking head videos. They don't get published publicly. They're literally just yeah. YouTube unlisted and shared internally with staff. I've shot them on picture profile one or no 1080p. picture profile. <laughs> In, yeah, even in 1080p for just like a corporate thing because it's just going to get it's uploaded easier. to YouTube yeah. or just emailed across. And it's literally just making the cuts, removing the ums and ahs and that's adding their fade in and fade out because they there's no yeah. creativity to it that yeah. they want. Like I've tried like I think I spoke to it about the Bradley with the Bradley podcast. Like I've had some corporate stuff and I'm like, you know, let's spice it up. Let's like add in like a nice little animated logo in, let's add some B roll yeah. of London, some B roll of some office workers, and they're like, Oh no, can you just remove them? We just literally just want the person talking and that's it. And I'm like, damn, I'm I'm <laughs> shoot I'm yeah, that's like <laughs> Yeah. Weird, isn't it? I was say, if they're going to pay you for it the is, whole thing, then yeah, they, they've got a need for it as well with yeah. everything, right? Mm. Um, so yeah. But I know the f- I, I'm with you with the uh, no <laughs> color grade thing on I on certain videos. We were just saying with the drone though. It's I feel like DJI have hit that we, uh, sweet spot with their standard profile that you don't mm. even need to. Cause yeah, I mean, so depends what you're matching it to. Like if yeah. you're, oh, like, if, yeah. you're, if you're shooting on like a uh, I don't know a red Komodo or something, mm. and and then you're like. There you go, have that. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what the hell have you done? It's <laughs> nothing like your, yeah. your, your A-cam or your B-cam. I feel like if you're just, I don't know, just any sort of um, like photos for like any sort of real estate or anything on a drone, yeah. like if you just keep standard it in standard profile, right, profile, then yeah, no one's going to say anything, are they? <laughs> it's I, pretty I haven't tried my drone's standard picture profile. I've never I've never cut with it or anything like that. Oh, okay. so I'm not sure, I don't know. I so what are you filming in D cine like or yeah yeah yeah, yeah. usually um, D log whatever it's called in D log yeah D log. <laughs> so I've got the Mini Free Pro that's only got D cine like and right. it, it is a pain to work with right yeah and I, I'm I, is that it's not ten bit though right it's ten bit yeah is it? it is ten bit on the DJI wow. Mini Free yeah yeah it's ten bit but it's just I don't know like it's just a pain in the ass to work with right whereas D cine like I've downloaded like some sample footage from like 
like YouTubers, Dropboxes and stuff that they've linked to like when they're doing a review and working with DCine like is absolutely fine. Mm. Uh, sorry, D Log is what. Yeah, D, working with D Log is absolutely fine. Just that little bit more. But yeah, it's, it's flatter and <laughs> yeah, but DCine like I just don't like it. Right. Don't know. Don't yeah. like it. <laughs> what drones have you are you working with at the moment? Um, I've got oh. a Mavic Two Pro. Nice. Um, and then. I, to be honest, recently I've been I've been loving my racing drones. Yeah, so I've got a Cine Whoop. I've got uh, like a five inch quad. Nice. And then I've got like another three inch quad, which is literally about that big, but it carries a drone on it. Oh. Oh, sorry, a drone on it. Like a drone GoPro, on it. like action cam. <laughs> uh, a GoPro on it, yeah. Um, and I've been really enjoying that. I flew. I did a video for a nightclub in London nice. a few months ago, um, and it was like a pretty big nightclub mm. with about. 2000 capacity and so it was big enough yeah there was nobody in it it was empty but yeah. they wanted like a fly around oh man so i took my That's cinema so around cool. that and i was just like i can't believe i'm getting paid to do this like That's this is it was like yeah. cheating really because i'm just, just like playing a video fun. game <laughs> yeah literally um so yeah i've been doing that a lot recently but then also using the inspire 2 pro as well Jeez. um it's not mine just you know rent it out yeah. so yeah when and when and as and when i need it but so yeah that's that's the drones nice. i'm rocking which which are yeah I really I love my drones. That's where I started, and so I've always got. A, I've always had a sweet spot for mm. them. I just find myself. I think it's because I grew up flying drones around where I live in quite a small part of the world. Whereby, when I first started, people were like, "Oh, there's that sweet boy flying his drone around." <laughs> but now it's like, but so or, or within the last five years, it's like, "Oh my God, there's a drone in the sky! Everybody, yeah. shoot it down! Bring your kids indoors, <laughs> quick!" <laughs> Yeah. Ah, what do you think you're doing, sir? <laughs> the crime in this area is going up. I'm telling you. And you're like, you're, you're how's it gone from like literally. that sweet kid in around the corner yeah. with a drone to yeah. like? Well, that's the thing. I feel like I don't know. Whenever I've kind of driven through where you're from, or even just like seen in videos before, it's always seems like such a like quiet area. Whereas mm. round here, I feel like it's so yeah. built up in like places. Yeah. The more like, built up you are, the less you, the less people care. Yeah. The, yeah. The, They're the too busy going about the day. Out, I guess like where. Yeah. So so like I'm licensed drone up. I've done my GVC. So I've done like all the like bells and whistles for mm. it, and I'll still go to a place and I'll know full well that I'm fully within my legal yeah. right to fly there. There's no problems, but someone will still come over to me and I'll still be like. I don't want to get yeah. in trouble. It's yeah. that drone anxiety. It's so real. Like, drone anxiety is, is probably what's caused anxiety. me to fly my drone like 50% less than what I actually do. Yeah. Because yeah. when I was, I went on holiday and I just wanted to make like a nice little holiday video, me and the wife, you know, and I took the drone up and some American woman just came over to me and went, what are you doing? I was like, how did she say it? Oh, <laughs> of my American accent stress. She was like, so what are you doing with that? And I was like, oh, working. I'm just working. Technically, it was. I was going to make a YouTube video. I was going to make some bread. And then there we go. And like, she went, this gentleman is spying on us. And I was like, I'm not fucking spying on you. I'm flying a drone to capture this mountain that's behind us. So yeah. I was like, this is probably from New York and has like Casey Neistat, like flying a drone up to the every fucking, morning anyway. Yeah, flying his Phantom 4 across the fucking. <laughs> yeah, that dude. And I it's don't, I mean, so annoying when people come up to you and go, Are you allowed to fly here? And I'm like, Yes. No, I'm not. I'm breaking the law. I'm yeah. very sorry. <laughs> I'm about to get shot, and so are you. Run. Would you video me as well, just to put yeah. some concrete evidence? It was when we did that some before people. you had a drone. We did that video for um, the house removal people, didn't we? Yeah, um, yeah. And I was just doing the bit of drone work for you then, um, just flying over the top of them, like away from this yeah. dude's house. 
way up oh, in the God. sky. Oh, yeah, shit, yeah. And he came round and was like, oh, that's buzzing near my windows and stuff. But it's like, well, if you He's take like, off like 50 yeah. meters away yes, from Yes, sir. And yeah. We've heard all about you and we just had yeah. to have a look. Your bedroom is famous. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. And he was like, don't, don't, don't point that at my house. And it was like, you can obviously see the six big white trucks we're here to film. Yeah. Why would we point it at your house? Exactly. Like, yeah, I think, uh, yeah. It's, so the public's perception of it has changed massively and mm. it's fine because everyone's just scared. There's a new thing that's come on the block and everyone gets a bit scared. Mm. Whenever, you know, look, think about the microwave. When that came out, everyone was yeah. like, oh my God, it must be. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's the same thing. It's when something's new, everyone's terrified of it. Yeah. And then all it takes is for like, it, mainstream media to just prod it with a stick to make yeah, people even more livid when they see it. Mm. And, you know, more often than not, because there are bad people that use, like, there the are people, people at the Gatwick Airport incident. Yeah. 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 Um, the best way to get away with not being bothered is just to wear a high vis. If you're, if you know what uh, you're doing is absolutely fine and you're all in the, mm. you know, you're fine, which should be all the time. Mm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just wear a high vis, you'll not get bothered. Yeah. yeah. The thing I hate most is like when you, you put your drone down and you, the initial, and you see wherever you're filming, people go, yeah, <laughs> yeah, literally. But actually, mostly from? people are probably interested, aren't yeah. they? Like if mm. I saw it in public, well, when I do see them in public, I'm like, oh, yeah. yes. Very nice. That's like me <laughs> as well. Like, I'd be interested, but yeah, you get so many people that just like instantly yeah. turn onto like police modes, don't they? And they're like, right, yeah. I'm making my mission. Or, get that out of the sky. Yeah. <laughs> or when you're flying and then some guy comes over and goes, oh yeah, I've got a drone for Christmas. My <laughs> son's really into it. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> great, great. So what does that do then? Do you use it? Do, can you view it on the phone? That's usually like, yeah. weddings, isn't it? Yeah. When they feel like really quite yeah. familiar with you and they're like, I've spent at least four hours with this drone operator today. Mm. I can ask him a few questions. Yeah, yeah literally. <laughs> or we're like, can I ever go? No. No, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> I've had yeah. that at weddings before when like a parent's come over and their child's like, my son's really interesting. Can, interested my in son's it. Can really interesting. <laughs> oh, is he? Hang on a minute. Let me just uh, land just, my drone while yeah. <laughs> He's really interested in the drone. Can he ever go? No, he can't. Yeah. Like, it's so annoying. I mean, I love the interesting drones. I think when... I mean, I think everyone's seen that video of the FPV drone going through the bowling alley and stuff. That was great. I think everyone, like, mm. everybody shared that. But then something negative happens, like those idiots who flew a drone over Gatwick Airport and everyone's like, drones are bad, drones are bad. Yeah, it's yeah. also things like um, <clears throat> like South Park. <laughs> making oh, God, episodes, yes. You know. I remember that. Think it's just little things, <laughs> loads of little micro things. Yeah. And also, there is probably people out there that are like, you know, I want to have a look at someone's garden four doors mm -hmm. down. I'm going to do it. I don't mm. care that I don't have any perception of it. I bought this thing off the Toys R Us, Toys R Us yeah. shelf. Yeah. I'm just going to do what I want. And so, fine. But it's just about having a almost loose script in your head about what you're going to say. The best thing I got when I did my drone license mm. was this piece of uh, card. Oh. And I should give you like a physical. Yeah, look. So now... If someone comes at me, I'm like, sorry, Here. sir, step away from the drone. <laughs> um, <laughs> is, yeah. So, and, and that is honestly great because then people are just like, you know, it's got all of the license CAA to kill stuff on it, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and then they're usually like, fine. fine. Um, As you were. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, keep going. <laughs> yeah, I don't really do a lot of drone stuff, to be honest. It's usually just accompanied to whatever it is. I'm, mm. I'm, just uh, adds that production value, doesn't it? Yeah. Which yeah. is always nice. Gives a different perspective because you you got into drones before me. You were rocking. Yeah, in fact, it was actually yeah. once again Alex that got me into drones as well. Because I remember watching your videos and being like, Ben, 
Ben. <laughs> Literally, like, I feel like I've been subconsciously like Just messaging you every so often, like Ben. <laughs> what's he doing? <laughs> but I, I feel like there you're a no safer drone pilot now. Then. Yeah, you're I a much like safer drone pilot. When now. I had a, it's strange. When I had a Phantom Three, it was mm. like I felt like I had no care at all, and. Like, it's a tank. Yeah, and there was like no <laughs> drone anxiety, so I could just go out and I'd just fly wherever because mm. I was like, oh, well, I, I know that I'm not going to like purposely fly so close to like people and stuff or whatever. But and then um, obviously, yeah, like I and he got of, brave as soon as like the drone <laughs> anxiety and like, I don't know, people looked at drones badly. Then I started being a bit like, OK, I'm probably going to have to it's <laughs> just always knowing about what you're doing and having like a concise thing in your head where you're like, I know, I know for mm. a fact that ever since I've been in the sky or whatever, I know for a fact I haven't been in that field. I know for a fact I haven't been ne- anywhere near them houses. Yeah. And I've literally got the data on my thing. Yeah. On my uh, flight log mm. to show anyone if yeah. they're willing enough to send, a, to send a police officer. I had an experience where <clears throat> I was flying in in my village where mm. I live and or used to live. Used to live. And, um, and a lady came over to me and she was like, oh, it's you. It's you <laughs> flying the drone. I was like, yeah. She went, oh, I'm really sorry. I've called the police. Oh, wow. I was like, all right. <laughs> I was like, why did you do that? <laughs> Without like, she was like, I didn't see her. But my husband's had his van broken into a couple of times. And I saw the drone and I thought, it just must be related. I was like, oh, okay. I said, what did they say to you? Well, you know, I don't know whether they're going to come because... I basically said, there's a drone, and they said, there's not much we can do, love. We can't get a net Yeah. So she's like, so they might not come. And I was like, okay. Thanks. Have a nice day. Thank, <laughs> you, thank you so much for that. Um, I can't wait for that to, you know. See what happens. Can't wait to tell that on the podcast one day. Yeah. <laughs> Just you wait. They're going to love this on the podcast <laughs> yeah. in four years. Time. Well, our mate Dave, he was filming for a school and oh, the yeah. police called him, didn't That's they? always one that's sketchy. But also, you can see, that's fine. Like, yeah. I was in a field. I was just in a field mm. and the van was like on the road that was next to the field. And, and like at school... And unless you've got some, unless you're stood in the school grounds flying it, unless you've got some high vis on, unless mm. you've got like a teacher that they recognise, like fair enough. Yeah. Like if you if you get the uh, police called on you flying your drone nearby a school and you haven't gone to the the right appropriate yeah. like, things to do, so yeah, to prove to the public without them even having to say anything to you. Mm. You're kind of asking for it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you brought on. it upon yourself. Yeah. No, exactly. So what happened to Dave then? What, what, he, he got, he had a landing pad. He did have his high vis on and everything. But he, yeah, because he's, yeah. um, he's got like the full he's license the full as thing, well. Because really. um, I think what well, he, from what I know, yeah, <laughs> started off as more like, he did mainly drone stuff and had mm. like, kind of a drone, his own footage drone company, business. Yeah. yeah. Right. Um, so yeah, he's like, he, Literally has his like little landing pad and like yeah. his high vis and everything all the time anyway. Yeah. Um, and then I don't know what happened. Did he say? I don't think he said think what he the outcome was. He just said that the school had been told that the police had been called. I think it him. must have just been like they got there and he was like, "Here's my license. Here's yeah. like what I'm doing." It's so weird. I've been, like as long as, as long as it was all alright. Yeah. You know what I mean, yeah, it was yeah. all good. I've never had any run-ins with the law with like filming and stuff. I think I've been stopped yeah. at an airport once with for filming a vlog with my camera and they were like, "Oh, can we see?" 
what you recorded and I told them no. You <laughs> because I'm naked on some of the earlier <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I've actually got tasteful nudes on here. Very tasteful nudes and they're not for you. Um, <laughs> no, I just said no because they need a, like a warrant and cause to see what's on your, your camera. So I just told them what I was doing and I was just filming a time lapse and then they just wanted, like said, fine, go to your gate. That's why I got an NDA for half of the footage on yeah. here so you're actually not allowed <laughs> yeah. to see it. It's mad. It's mad. So you've been filming like I see on your website BTS stuff yeah yeah you've just finished some BTS stuff haven't you yes not like anywhere near. Not on that level. <laughs> not, <laughs> not, that, I mean, not there's anywhere near comparable, but <laughs> I wasn't shooting on like a Komodo. Like mm, this is the true. point where the main camera was a Komodo. I'm just, right. Yeah. Um. But it is a dream. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you do you like doing BTS stuff? It's yeah. It's it's a it, for me. It's literally a dream come true because yeah. I've always wanted to be on a film set. And my girlfriend works in film. Like she does. She works in visual effects. Oh wow. So she does all of the like. Uh, she's on set taking pit measurements of how far away the camera is from the actor, things like that. And she loves it and she's very good at it And mm. she's because she, she has knowledge of cameras and sometimes she'll come and film stuff with me. You oh, know nice. I mean? so, so do you get kind of jobs together as like... You uh, get like external, not film jobs, but yeah, yeah, like yeah. other bits it's and bobs. I'll be like, come on, Miles, you know, we can yeah, do this. Can. And, and it's nice because she, we both know how each other works. In yeah, a, in a sense. yeah, that must um, be quite nice. But so working on a film set is a lifestyle choice. Uh, working in the film industry, the the peop- the men and women and and everything that uh, that do that are they're all de- they've all devoted their life to that cause because mm. my girlfriend could just be told next week you we need to do six day weeks starting from now starting from two weeks time that's just what's got to happen you know and yeah. so it's a proper lifestyle choice and the nice thing about BTS is that more often than not un- unless you're you get like you find the golden ticket and you mm. get embedded which means that you're fr- you're f- on a job from pre-production to like the red carpet which is what we did for mm. the last show um you will usually only go in for what's known as like dailies so they'll be like we're they're doing a big stunt on this day they want to cover that they want to do this they want to do that <clears throat> and and they're quite difficult from a behind the scenes perspective because on a film set you've got depending on the size, you've got between 100 to 250 people that mm. are all a cog, a really essential cog in this day of yeah. production. And everyone has that, and everyone, everyone is their cog with their job. And then you've got to go in there as a BTS shooter, like, hello, <laughs> you don't know me, but I'm going to need to slow your cog down because yeah. of whatever <laughs> reason. And you try your, your you know, the, the you try your very best to n- be... Like seen and not heard yeah that kind of like, like a wedding don't like get in the way the wall kind of thing and not yeah really. absolutely yeah, like as that. inobtrusive as possible isn't it but it's hard because you still need to get moments from the actors you still need yeah. to speak to the camera team about where you can be you still need to speak to the grips about how far they're pulling a dolly back you still yeah. need to talk to the you still need to figure out the lighting and, and whether where you're casting shadows in that set and if mm. you can make that move like it's it's a completely different thing of shooting because when you shoot things typically you're all that matters. Yeah. yeah. Whereas when you go and do that, you're not. You need to figure out you how you can get them. the best thing possible without yeah. anyone else yeah. being impacted by it. And when the rest of the team, I guess, are like in their flow state and they you're are like, sort of having to like... Yeah. My girlfriend is one of these... Is, is She is... Um, I, I'm going to call it like core film set. Like mm. the core people that are on every film set. You've yeah. got your ADs. You've got your... Um, you've got your camera operators. You've got your grips. You've got your, your lighting team. You've got the... Uh, director mm. you've got the cast there's certain things that have to be on a film set for it to go yeah 
Um, but then you have extra things that come in like the publicity departments and like the other bits and bobs and stuff. And, and so you have to really do a fine line because you want to get that moment out of Vin Diesel. Yeah. But also you have to make sure that the ADs know about it and the makeup hair team are yeah. waiting by and, and do you know what I mean? Like yeah. it's, um, yeah, it's, it's a very interesting job and I love it. I love, I love it to bits because I get to be there. I get to experience them filming something and but you don't have the pressure of actually you, do you know what i mean like yeah. the pressure's kind of it's on you very much mm. so but it's also yeah. like it's not Trying you're not, not making the film you're yes. like as well. yeah you're there to observe so in terms of like your footage what happens obviously like where what happens and where does it go once you've shot it because uh, it depends what depends what client it is like behind the scenes yeah. bits of like everything coming up like sometimes you're sometimes a um news outlet will want, yeah. the, will want the footage straight okay. away. So you'll have to make proxies. You'll have to go back after a day of shooting for them, find the clips for them, yeah. make the proxies and send them off. More often than not, um, especially with films and TV and stuff like that, it's not going to be released for like yeah. a year yeah. and a yeah. half. So you just, it, it all gets put on a big hard drive and you ship it off. Yeah. Mostly to okay. the States and then that's it. And it's, you, you write and it's a log. Seen again. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> it'll, <they laughs> eventually, it, yeah. you write a log and then that's it. That's your like, that's your bit of thing done. Um, awesome. So yeah, like, I love it to bits. I, I, and you, you, there's some, there's some incredibly, incredibly talented people. You, f- you really feel like you're with the creme de la creme yeah. of like the industry when you're working on certain uh, um, yeah. gigs and stuff. And it's, and it's amazing because once you get to know them and they get to trust you, you can then get more from them mm, because yeah. then they're willing to help you, right? You've built a rapport so, up and, mm, and stuff with yeah, them. Yeah, um, and and so yeah, it's 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 amazing, and I, and I love it. And the BTS is, I'm going to say it's now BTS is <laughs> my favorite department. Yeah, <laughs> <obviously>. yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah. I, um, hats off to all the everyone on a film set that's doing the other stuff because mm. until you've experienced what they have to go through, yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a different, grueling day. It's a different quite game. a different world. Yeah, it's it's it, it's exciting though. If you could do BTS on a, any film, whether it's already been shot or one that's coming out, what what would it be? For for me personally, I'd love to be just a fly on the wall during the filming of Oppenheimer. Right, that's a film I'm I'm so excited for. Right, what what would be your choice? Do you know what mine's Sorry, kind of kind of com- couldn't be further from something like that like i love being on every set. <laughs> I love being on every set right but the ones that i would love to really get m- my teeth into more are things like the musical ones oh, okay so i was chatting to, to a friend of mine who works in lighting and he did matilda oh nice the new netflix so yeah. anything and because when i went to watch that i was like that would have been a dream to work on mm. because the energy's up 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 and the, you yeah. can make so much like social content for them you mm, can make yeah. so many little like featurette pieces about how they swung the girl's hair across the thing yeah. and everyone's in a good mood because they're mm. making a fluffy happy film yeah like don't get me wrong um a really close friend of mine did the behind the scenes for 1917 oh your favorite film in it yeah, is it really? It. Yeah, just to meet and Roger Deakins in the flesh, <laughs> I'd be like, oh, he's so, such a nice so, guy from his. Yeah, podcast. so he got to like do 1917, and and obviously wow. in a really intense film. Yeah, but incredible from a featurette perspective behind the scenes because he was making he they were it was quite it was mm. in, it was incredible what they did mm. in yeah. terms of a production feat. 
for me, like I will, I would happily do something like I'd do anything really. Yeah. Actually, yeah. To be honest, I'm not, I'm, I'm not here to be like, <laughs> no, 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 yes, please. <laughs> but something like Matilda, something really fluffy like, and, yeah. And, yeah. and fun would be wicked for me. That workflow is probably quite nice and easy when everyone's sort of in that good mood. Yeah. They're all happy and jolly. Good yes. to be on camera, high I mean, energy. What about yourself, bro? I feel like yeah, anything with Sam Mendes and Deacons is just mm. so. I just love the way. Well, obviously, I listen to his podcast and like True. I've seen like little clips of him working, but yeah. like he's so interesting, like the way he does things, and like we we're saying to Bradley, like he's so just. It seems like he's so relaxed, but his like <laughs> his films are shot so amazingly. So I'd love to just see how he works. And yeah, just it's incredible, and and that's another thing which I feel very fortunate to have been ever been able to experience is being on a set with a director and seeing how they do stuff mm. because it's not what you might imagine you know what i mean it's, yeah. it's very interesting and you learn a lot just by watching people yeah and, and because that is bts's biggest job is watching people yeah you have to be able to wa- look at a talent look at talent whether that's director or cast or whatever and be like i don't think they I don't think they should be bothered today. I don't. I don't think I'm going to try and pest them mm. today, just because I can tell. I just see it in their body language. Yeah. And you're watching everyone. That's part yeah. of the thing. Is just to be like, be able to fully, like. Yeah, like, you can get a gauge of it. It'd be mm-hmm. like, oh, this person's like, yeah. she's getting frustrated at her line. She's not having the best time with her scenes. Yeah. Let's leave her for today. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so so yeah, it's uh, it's it's, and that's why it's my. F- uh, that's why I love it so much. Is because I am a people person and mm. I love talking to people and. <clears throat> you know and and cast is a very interesting because uh, as we spoke about before we went on here is that actors um are all obviously they're portraying a character yeah so when you're like hello it's me from behind <laughs> the scenes how about like a little stand-up sometimes they're not you know they're actors so yeah. they like to yeah. be in that character and so when they when you're like asking them for can i have the real expert yeah you know, mm. whoever it is um it's sometimes it's quite challenging to get yeah. those different things yeah. and, and that's a you know an oh interesting no, thing to try and you know get from people yeah i mean think about how when we do corporate videos it's yeah. like you get gary from finances that needs to do a <laughs> five minute talking head about like the way they're changing something and you're like okay gary all i need from you is a few good sound bites <laughs> whereas like film whereas, yeah. and, like actors and stuff are just like okay what is it okay Okay, okay, let me think about that. Maybe I'll do it like this. Maybe yeah. I'll do it like this. Right, yeah. Okay, okay, let's go. Uh, yeah, and it's like Bosch, and you're like, okay, cool, done. Yeah, I've noticed that because I've worked with a few people who do like West End sort of stuff. Yes. And they are exactly the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, did that go right? Like, yeah. Should we do it like this way? Should I do it like that way? Should I look at camera? Should I look at you? It's literally it's the same. So yeah, funny. Yeah. yeah, we did a, I, I'm not going to say the name because it's not come out yet, but we did one with a West End, a very big name in West End. And he was a dream yeah. when it comes to like, just like, this is what we need. This is what they're after. Blah, blah, blah. blah. How do you feel? Like, yeah, cool and then just getting it and it was it was amazing yeah like incredible insanely talented people and that is part of the buzz that i get from it is that i get to just be in the same room yeah as talent that is legends what feels like yeah it just feels like completely out of this world really and i feel very very lucky and 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 you know hopefully it'll long may it continue but yeah how would you go about like getting well how yeah, about getting into the BTS. Um, because obviously, it's not something... Well, until... It's quite niche, so, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Like, it's you very don't really niche. hear about it. And a lot of... Yeah. Everything, especially, I guess, like film school and uni and stuff is drilled into, like, you're going to be, like, a director, a cinematographer. Like, mm. 
in the main core yeah. like team. BTS seems like no a good way to get like, like so your foot left in the door out, and stuff, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. They're like one of the last directors that I worked with actually, he was chatting and he was saying his first job was BTS because he would he was friends with someone and they were like, Yeah, you should come on set with me and you know, hang hang out. Do you want yeah. oh I could probably get you on as as the BTS shooter. Mm. I don't think there was like a I don't know how it worked, but yeah, so uh, getting into BTS, I don't really know because <laughs> I the, the big thing to have is a mentor. Yeah. When in in this world, right, you have to have someone that trusts you enough to like to bring you put you in those situations to be able to prove yourself. Yeah. Um, and so I'm not going to sit here and say that you can trawl LinkedIn and yeah and the the internet for like sad people or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I think if you do enough research and you apply yourself to enough projects like what you were doing the mm. other day, Ben. Like I, I don't know. I'm not. I, yeah. I, I honestly don't know because I've, I've been lucky enough to be the path takes you, I guess, isn't it? it? With yeah. exactly. the work that you take on. Exactly. Um, so, I, I, the, the honest answer yeah. is I'm not sure. But somehow, but it's just, yeah, just appear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Boink. Oh, I'm here. <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> um, so yeah. Uh, before we wrap up, mate, what? What have you got coming up work-wise that you can sort uh, of say? Yeah, what, can, what, <laughs> what you can uh, say. Um, well, I'm I'm going away in two weeks to Cambodia. Nice. Wow. It'll be fun. We're doing a documentary. Um, so Is that BTS for that as no, well? No, no, no. Oh, we're actually oh, okay. making a documentary. Um, but I, d- I don't know where I stand with any of the like the NDAs, NDAs and all yeah, that, like yeah. that. So that's as far as I, I'll go with it. But yeah, yeah Cambodia sounds cool. Yeah, it does actually. <laughs> Although I have to, ha- they were like, um, you need to go and have the, all these jabs. And I was like, mm. great. Because when I went to Africa for the Bloodhound mm. job, oh, yeah. they were like, you need this, 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 and this. And I remember going into the pharmacy and the lady had a line of needles. Oh, and I was like, horrid. oh, God, here we go. And I don't like needles at all. Yeah, I'm, I'm that's really like me as well. Them. My brother's just had to do that. He's he's just literally just last week gone off traveling around South America for like six months, and he's he's been having to go in and out of the doctors because there's got to be time between each like injection. He said it, it was it was not fun, yeah, not fun at all. <laughs> no, and <laughs> the worst thing for me was that for some reason in my head I imagined it like all going into the same place, and it just overwhelmed me, and I was yeah. just like. See you later. No, no. Passed out. Oh. But I've got to have that again. This that's why I'm traveling up north at the moment to go and see my family and muster up the courage to go to a pharmacy that where they mm. where they do them all. But yeah, that'll be pleasant. But, but yeah, like so that that's coming up and and then fingers crossed some other other uh, other projects and and whatever. But you know, I still I still shoot the occasional wedding as well. Yeah, I'm really. Yeah, I've got some friends' weddings and stuff um, that are coming up, and I get really excited by weddings. Yeah. I still really do. I think that it's the fundamentals of a wedding that I really love because you're like. You obviously, if you get them as a client, you've yeah. never met these people other yeah. than when you've spoken to them over the phone, and you've somehow got to tell the story of the most important day of their relationship. Yeah, <clears throat> and you're given one shot at each of the sections. You mm. know, one shot to do the ceremony right, one shot to do the speeches right, and then one shot to deliver something that they're going to remember forever. And it's all done in a in a day. Yeah, Besides there's no do overs. Yeah. It's all done in the day, and and you can really cut your teeth in mm. in, a, in a wedding video. And I, I think it gets I think it gets a bit of a weird like. Yeah, it's underappreciated weird... in a way, isn't it? Yeah, it's massively. Strange. When you're like, but also you know, I but then there's weddings. Some people are like, oh really, wedding? And you're like, you just do weddings, like. But it's not even it's not even yeah. about that. It's just like oh 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 you 
you're still you know what i mean like yeah. I don't know, there's yeah. a weird air around it but it's, i don't think there should be because i think i mainly do weddings not because they're like the era that i particularly wanted to go into i like quite wanted to go into music videos just because mm. i was like i did music before film yeah, and yeah. then just wanted to kind of combine them mm. um but obviously yeah weddings is well at the stage that i'm at now it's easier to earn off of and just kind of do music videos on the side of that yeah. to try and get some more experience on them um the pressure is real but yeah i feel yeah. like chucking yourself in the deep end with weddings is like probably quite a good idea because oh, yeah. yeah. the pressure is way more on a wedding than you'd be on and you're the only person there exactly right? you know, most you of the time yeah and any yeah. mistake you make are kind of like you learn from them instantly and you're then, forced and then to you get it in the edit and it's in front of you yeah and like that that's what i should have done differently mm. and it really helps with storytelling i think with me because i used to struggle i used to have like a story in my head and i used to struggle with like making decisions on camera to portray it and yeah i feel like with weddings it really helps well the narrative's in front of you already yeah but it's about but it's about how you yeah, capture that it's how you get the moments together. as well that yeah yeah um i think really that is a really understated thing and for me is what i I had to like come to realization with a little bit with my video stuff is that whenever I see a camera and I want or I'm asked to do video, I want to make it look the most beautiful that I possibly mm. can. Mm. Yeah. Sometimes, and especially, you know, a couple of years ago or well, years ago when I was starting off and stuff, I, all I was thinking about was how going to make this look amazing, like shooting my vlogs in S log. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when actually, what you need to focus on is like how can I make sure that I'm going to be in that place at that mm. right time to capture a moment? Yeah. It doesn't, you know, it doesn't matter if I'm slightly wobbly on the gimbal or the gimbal hasn't even yeah. turned on. Yeah. If that bride and groom are walking back towards me, that needs to, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. And it doesn't matter if, even if it looks a bit edgy, it might, mm. might even add to the story they in might, a sense. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Um, so I think that coming to the realization that first and foremost, Although you want things to look good, you need to really have a sit down with yourself and figure out what your three points of the video is, what the starting, what the middle yeah. is, and what the payoff is. And well, I've said three minutes now, I'm about to say four. <laughs> and the ending is. Yeah. <laughs> Who likes odd numbers anyway? Um, so, so yeah, like that's that's a big thing I would um I definitely advocate mm. if you're shooting anything. Anything. Yeah. Make sure there's something there that's I was chatting to someone who makes videos of corporately for a living and he was like corporate clients and clients that are paying for video teams aren't really interested in just getting the like typical run-of-the-mill yeah. like mm. slow-mo with yeah cheesy background music they want to tell a little story somehow yeah. because it engages people a little bit yeah. way more yeah oh, i'm off a bit start with the speeches or yeah yeah, you know, definitely. Yeah, you make know, it unique because a lot yeah. of them are the same, aren't they? And Absolutely, yeah. that is the thing as well. They are they are a lot the same. And and when you see videographers that have been doing it for years and their forte is weddings, and they do five weddings a year and charge yeah. twenty grand a wedding. Yeah. yeah, and they're in Italy doing that. And mm. You watch what they do, and they shoot on like Leicas. Yeah, and they have two, uh, like tentacle e sinks in their pockets. Yeah. for for audio. Uh, that's all they need. Yeah. I've got yeah. a thirty-two bit float on those tentacle e-sinks. Yeah. So I don't have to worry about my levels. Yeah. Put them there. My likers just here. Yeah. <laughs> Done. The image is beautiful. Straight out. The of storytelling's camera. there. Yeah. Like <laughs> easy. <laughs> laughing. And that's all you need. Literally, yeah. you could shoot you could charge if you're if you get your craft right and you can and you can really smash it with a wedding, you could have two really nice, beautiful cameras, like a, a small as a Leica. Mm four tentacle sinks let's say <laughs> and and clip on mics 
and you're golden. Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. You can go and shoot the most nicest wedding yeah. video ever. In terms of, because obviously, well, I don't know you've lived in three different places, including uni. Um, what, in terms of like work, what's like how like do you enjoy moving when you move down here? Like, do I what do I enjoy moving around for yeah, work? Cause, yeah, because obviously for in uh, when you're at uni, you're like in the hub film i guess like you were surrounded by yeah all the different the, so I, I lived in manchester for studying and that has media city there and the university will continually tell you that their connections are great and, mm-hmm. and blah blah blah, blah. Yeah. but they'll only re- you know unless you really fight to get a <clears throat> jobs at the bbc or whatever yeah. around it if that's what you're interested in you have to go out and do it yourself because yeah. the uni have got connections yeah like someone knows someone at somewhere yeah but but you need to go out and find yeah. that yourself. So, you know, I'd say if there was 100 people on my course, seven are working within yeah. media. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's probably the same across the board. Because um, I feel like also where you're from as well, like, so far away from London when so yeah. much work's coming from London as well. Yeah, yeah. Well, but it works everywhere. That's yeah. the thing, right? So, lived in Manchester, did some did some work at different... Um, production houses there and, and was mm. freelance there as yeah. well and also worked remotely wow. for for Alex <laughs> um, and then went to <clears throat> then went back home freelance from the Midlands um, and then lived in Prague for two years throughout Covid and all that which oh, was yeah. a hoot obviously went to Africa but now I've moved to Buckinghamshire and we're right in between all of the studios so th- hopefully you know, as, you know when we get work it's it's not too it's not a, it's not a pain in the neck to get to any of those studios yeah. so that so that's nice but what I would say is about working abroad is it's it, you very lucky like I feel very fortunate to have worked abroad but it's hard yeah mm-hmm. you know like <laughs> it, you start to really understand what missing your family feels like and missing yeah. your friends feels like mm. like i've sacrificed so much yeah to have been in those places yeah when in actual you know i could have just i could have been doing something that was local or whatever but it wouldn't have given me the same opportunities yeah, yeah. you probably wouldn't have learned and what it you was learned re- well from it. but it's hard like it's in, you're incredibly lucky to be able to go abroad and work mm. but it is hard it, yeah. that can't be understated enough like Last year, I had the opportunity, which was nice. It was a really grueling job. It was it was only a week. It's not mm. as long as, like, you've been out in places, but it, it was just a week away away from my wife. Just It sounds like the dream job. Start from London, go to Monaco, for all these different cities, following supercars around, filming and editing, like a little highlight reel of the day. It's grueling, though. Yeah, yeah. It's like you'll be filming all day in these cars, in the car for about four hours a day. Maybe actually some routes were actually six hours. Really? Yeah, s- Switzerland through to Italy was like six hours. But you're filming and people think, oh, that's great. That's so much fun. Then you got to edit, have a video ready for like 9 a.m. ready to post. Yeah. And it, you really do miss like your home from familiarities. And yeah, yeah, you know what you mean? It's tough. It's it tough. Um, but... If any, if you ever get the opportunity, you've got to try it, right? Yeah. I mean, also, I learned so much from it. It was great. Also, you're gonna go abroad if you yeah. do video. One day, you're gonna yeah. be abroad. <laughs> I did yeah. my one, one of my goals. So the first thing I did was I went to Spain, but we we also got sent <laughs> um, to <laughs> San Francisco one time, and that was like really strange because mm. you just like you're out there making a video yeah. in San Francisco, and it standard. And, yeah, it was it was cool, but y- you're also like. 
it feels so strange because you would normally be there on a holiday. Mm. Yeah. And so now, honestly, when I wake up and get on a p- go for a flight, mm. I don't. If I'm going on holiday with my girlfriend, I don't, it doesn't register me that I'm going on holiday with yeah. my girlfriend because I'd it's say a change of mindset. Every, isn't it? Oh god, yeah. For for every um ten planes I've been on. Eight of them were for work. Yeah, so now I'm just so. like absolutely wired to that. When I'm at an airport, I'm just in like autopilot mode of like, I'm not excited for where I'm going <laughs> yeah. because I think I'm... It's so familiar feeling like yes. thinking, have I got everything? Have yeah. I got everything? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so, so yeah, it's, it's cool working abroad though. It's, it's, yeah. it's nice. But also like you guys are in a great space in, in around Hartford. Hartford yeah. good. There's loads. And they're also building another film studio, aren't they, around here somewhere? Yeah, I heard that because obviously we've got Elstree, which is mm-hmm. not too far away. Um which, because obviously I wasn't, a lot of the people I was at uni with wanted to go into film, film, whereas I was one of the few people that wanted to go into freelance. more corporate freelance. And yeah. yeah um, so, yeah, that was quite convenient for them, obviously, having yeah, Austria yeah. so close that you can like start as a runner and then who knows where you end up after that because mm. there's always runner jobs going there. Yeah. True, um, true. But you're chasing the, you know, you're yeah. chasing the operating dream. And, and usually yeah. runners, if you, if you go into being a runner, um, they'll they'll go through their almost they'll go through their becoming like an AD or yeah. becoming uh, a, a, an assistant director mm. and and things like that. It's a kind okay, of a yeah. different route. Whereas if you're wanting to do more camera stuff, you kind of want to keep, keep learning on. your craft and yeah. and doing that. But obviously, you've also got to take jobs whereby you aren't the camera operator. Yeah. I've mm. done so many jobs where I'm not the camera operator. Yeah. Technically, on paper, the first one I did, mm. um, I was down as an edit edit like assist. Yeah. Yeah, out on the ground. Mm. A lot of my jobs is literally just getting sent footage, editing it yeah. up, and uploading it to YouTube channels for yeah. them. But it all is another string to your bow. It, it all is. makes you know, like I said earlier, like well, like you said, we're the CEO, we're the <laughs> we're yeah. the marketing guy, and we're yeah. the, you know the editor. <laughs> yeah, so it's it's one of them. It's a very interesting trade, and it's not for everyone. Mm. Um, that's for and sure. So I did do one job in London on um, a set for. Was it? Emily Burns. Emily Burns um, music video. Yeah. And she was like, obviously that was quite a big one. And I was just doing BTS for that. But I feel like I learned so much just from mm. spending like a whole 12 hours watching yeah. like the crew of yeah, the yeah. film set, just doing what they do. And yeah. then, yeah, you learn loads from it. Even Absolutely. You mentioned having like different strings on vote. Like I'd say like last question would be, I watched a great video the other day. I'd follow a lot of people who like, like, they call themselves social media experts, but there's one that I quite resonate with on, on YouTube. It's quite cool. And this lady was saying, a trend that's going to happen this year is anti-niching down. Because So many people will say, oh, niche down, choose one thing, choose just to be a photographer, just to be a videographer, mm-hmm. or just shoot one thing. And do you agree with that? Like, Yeah, in some ways. Shoot as much as possible or just do like one thing? Mm. I don't well I don't know because I'm I'm a bit conflicted with that whole yeah. point because in some senses I'm like you can have the best camera operator in the world but if you get him to shoot a wedding and he's never done one before yeah. Yeah, he doesn't he's going to be like what do I do <laughs> yeah. because camera camera operators in in the highest level in film are are literally handed a camera mm told to point it in a certain direction and do movements and things like that. Yeah. And then that camera's taken off them after that shot. That's yeah. It. yeah. That's it's it. literally it's gets dragged done. off them. So if you give them a wedding video to do, they might be, I mean, I'm sure they could do it, but they wouldn't be as good as yeah. a seasoned yeah. wedding videographer. Right. So my point is probably that it depends. I love my niche. I love the niche of BTS and everything that comes with it. 
because there is so many things to consider like we've spoken about already yeah. there's all of the like social things to it and so to be able to confidently go on a set and know what i need to get and things like that that in itself is like a, a micro um it's like a skill it yeah. is a skill, yeah. right um so i think that it depends it depends what you want to ultimately do where do you see yourself if you see yourself as the go-to commercial tv ad maker yeah then yeah. you guess you guess you're probably gonna have to tre- keep trying to shoot commercials for yeah. tv right Lean into it um but then if you want to be the all-rounder that shoots everything from weddings to things i don't know i don't yeah. know is is the thing because in some ways i'm like yes you mm. should find a niche that works for you and that should be your main yeah. go-to thing right Loads of people conflict conflicted on it yeah but then but then look at it like an accountant i guess yeah. Yeah. an accountant will have i don't know actually because i don't i don't know how accountants actually work but <laughs> accountant might have a a, pro- a, a company that they that they work for that that's their bills they pay yeah. their bills mm. but an accountant might also have four or five friends at home yeah. that need their books doing, mm-hmm. but they're only small sole traders, so it doesn't mm. take them long. So they might, yeah, Do don't worry, mate, give us, give us yeah. a few hundred quid and I'll sort that for you. Yeah. Same with video. I might be, you might be the music yeah. video guy to go to. Yeah. But also, but if like, <laughs> if someone's like, "Oh, actually, Ben, I've seen what you do on this. Is there any chance you can maybe you're going to do it? Aren't yeah, you, right? No, you need exactly. A like, wedding video. Depending <laughs> how busy you get, though, as well, right? Yeah. Because that's the other thing is, I feel like I'm at this uh, at this stage in, in my career where like I've I've actually learned a lot in one thing, mm. and I do know a lot about the other things and bits and bobs. But I still feel like I'm always learning. Mm. But these people that I've been doing it for thirty years, yeah. They know what their thing is. Right? Yeah. So like you get your um, directors of TV adverts to go back to that. Yeah. I've been making TV adverts for 30 years. Yeah. <laughs> Why would I ever touch a wedding video? Yeah. It doesn't matter. No, exactly. Like, um, so the, my, uh, yeah, where so you're I would at. say yes, niches are important if you found your thing. Nice. Yeah. And I'd say stick to that thing. If you can continually get work that pays for you to do that thing, you'll get better and better at it and you'll just do that. And then, if, especially yeah. if that's the thing you enjoy, right? More to you if you're exactly yeah. Makes you know. formatting your website quite hard because I think, True. especially myself, it's like I want to make it all like weddingy because like that's what I do at the moment. But it's not what I predominantly want to move into. So it's like I have all these pages for different things, and I do like advertise more weddings at the moment than anything yeah. else. But it's like I want to keep everything on there just in case people want it. But at the same time, I want to make it. If someone comes onto my website, I want them to be like, oh, this is a wedding videographer because mm-hmm. they'll take a they'll probably take a wedding videographer over someone that does a bit of everything just yeah. if they want it bad then they'll pay for someone that specifically mm, yeah. specializes in it but yeah it's an interesting one that's a good yeah it's a good talk point but i don't have i i know how i kind of feel about it because i kind of relate to it in a bit like, yeah I, I wouldn't want to go on set with someone that's never shot bts before put no, it exactly on. yeah if you if, if someone was like yeah this guy's gonna come on unless it's like unless it's planned that it's their first time and they need you know they want to try and get them to that point yeah Yeah. i'd be quite like oh god really because this could this could end badly yeah (laughs) exactly way to do it but also but also like i've everyone is everyone's got to have their first day everyone's got to have their first day of everything and and um and you never know they might end up people that being their career exactly and they're also yeah exactly it's good to support people and 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, cool. Mate, thank that was you so like much a, for such an on. intertwined yeah. like, answer. You're going to have to like chop that up a little bit. <laughs> I feel like I went off in like three different tangents. I love it, mate. No, yeah. thank you so much for coming on, man. Yeah, thanks for so One final question Premier or. Uh, Premier. Yeah, before Premier. you even talk about whatever the next thing is. I just. <laughs> <laughs> one point to me. <laughs> whatever the next thing is. Yeah. Your final cut. Final you, cut, so. yeah. yeah. Cool. I'm in a minority. <laughs> you, you like your little special transitions. <laughs> <laughs> I, the transitions are shit on Final Cut. I will give you that. The motion graphics on Premiere are so much better. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. each to their own, right? Whatever yeah. works for you. Da Vinci's on the rise, isn't it? Is it? Right. Well, yeah. I'm not sure. You're, you're considering it, aren't you? Yeah. I just want to. Just a grade. Just a grade. Just a grade. Because film. Right. Want to get into learning a bit Just more? Just shoot about the seven oh nine, mate. It'll be all right. Yeah. yeah <laughs> Thanks for best. watching. <laughs> <laughs> and, on that, and on that note, cheers for watching. Cheers. <laughs>